Good evening, fellow rebel scum. Man, I was going on a run this morning. It was icy out and slick. And I was crossing an intersection, distracted, trying to avoid the cars, and I beefed it right on the pavement, man. Look at this. Look at that. I look like a cutter, man. I'm like emo now. Don't worry, I'm okay. My knee and my hip and my elbow broke my fall. Um, let's see. Tonight's agenda. I want to cover... Gosh, there's a lot to cover. I couldn't even fit it into the title. There's just so many different stories. We're going to jump through a lot of different stuff. China hacking our elections. This story of uh, what looks to be a patsy activated. What the media is calling a, a QAnon-aligned militia leader killing his dad. Some bullshit. Um, we'll take a look at that story. What else? What else? John Podesta being named as the climate envoy. Joe Biden replacing John Kerry with Joe Biden. Or, excuse me, John Podesta. They're all freaking clowns. They're all the same, right? Freaking pedos. Uh, Gavin Newsom, some 2A news, Second Amendment news. Uh, some of them freaking out about third-party candidates as well. The View... Freaking out about third-party candidates. We got Hunter Biden on deck, Fannie Willis, uh, Gene Carroll. Oh, my God. Gene Carroll. <sighs> Crazy lady. Uh, Joey Reed caught on a hot mic. News about the January 6th pipe bomber. California's going nuts. Some wokeness stuff to expose. Yeah, a lot of things we're going to roll through. So... All right. Also want to touch on some glorious attacks that I'm getting to. I'm not going to spend too much time on that. Speaking of which, Friday, I will be doing a, another Clickbait of the Week stream so we can actually call it Clickbait of the Week this time since I, I'm doing them every week now, sort of. We'll see how long that lasts. But yes, Clickbait of the Week Friday. So same time, same place here Rumble, DLive, Foxhole at 5 or 6 p.m. One of those. Just look to my Telegram page or my Twitter account. I'll post the link beforehand. Got a lot to talk about, man. On Friday, a lot of good stuff to talk about. Who are we going to feature in this one? Should I tell you now or keep it a secret? I don't know. We'll see. Maybe I'll spill the beans during the Q&A at the end of this stream. Or you'll just have to wait till Friday, but it'll be a good one. Gotta go get some more bourbon for it. Yeah. Okay. So uh, that is. <laughs> hey, if there's anybody you guys want me to feature, if you got any clickbait tips, drop it in the chat. Drop it in my Telegram chat. Send me an email. I could use the assistance because doing the research for those streams takes a bit of time and effort. So. You guys let me know. Anyway, we'll talk more about that towards the end of this when I open it up for some Q&A. So I told you what we're going to roll through. Um, I do want to real quick plug my recent content over the past couple of days. You know, I only live stream every other day pretty much. So I like to keep you guys up to speed during these live streams of work I've done over the past couple of days. So on Rumble today, I uploaded how many? Three videos. Oh man, look at that. One video about the Patsy 
supposed patsy, QAnon aligned militia leader killer. We're going to talk about that today, though. I did a rant on all these General Flynn haters, anti-General Flynn shills coming out of the woodwork. Good old truck talk video. Just ranting as I drive, so using that time to make some content. And then also, I touched on Matt Walsh. Uh, Matt Walsh, <laughs> a couple of days ago, Matt Walsh on Twitter uploaded this video about the fake moon landing conspiracy theory. And he just, he was like vehemently aggravated. He was super aggravated. He even got a little condescending. Uh, it is Matt Walsh. He can kind of be that way sometimes. But I understand his attitude because lord knows when i come across some conspiracy clickbait shit that just really irks me yeah i can i can probably get a little condescending in my clickbait of the week videos and whatnot but anyway matt walsh uploaded this 20 minute long video trying to debunk the fake moon landing conspiracy stuff which actually there's a lot of points he made that were good points that i agreed with i am not a moon landing was fake person but Matt Walsh, you know, he's mainstream podcaster. He's a little normie. There were some things that he didn't... There was some nuance to the whole moon landing conversation he didn't get into. And that's what I wanted to add to the conversation in this particular uh, video. So you can go check that out on my Rumble account if you would like. If you want to talk about the fake moon landing stuff, we can do that at the Q&A section towards the end too and i can tell you my thoughts on that matter but uh i in brief i do think the moon landings were real i also think there were fake videos and airbrushed photos and whatnot put out because the powers that be didn't want us to figure out what was actually on the moon or what they saw out in space during the moon landings and all that sort of stuff so anyway Again, nuance to that conversation. I don't see it as a black and white issue. And then on my Maverick, Sovereign Maverick YouTube channel, my kind of throwaway vlog channel, another truck talk, another rant, talking about how feminism and red pill culture or manosphere culture are both destroying our youth, both of them. They're pretty much the same thing with different genders. The, the boss bitch feminist mentality, and you got the red pill manosphere culture. They're both rife with just a bunch of idiots. So anyway, there's that rant. Go check out that channel. I can't wait till Friday to expose a little bit of clickbait, though. So there's a couple accounts I want to highlight who are going after me. These, uh, these networks, these clickbait networks get real pissed when I start exposing them so i've been catching a lot of heat the past couple of days number one this ariel account on twitter who the hell is this guy by the way it's like another nameless faceless anonymous account it came out of nowhere this account came out of nowhere on twitter like six months ago nine months ago started posting getting a shitload of engagement out of nowhere uh, it leads me to believe that there's a lot of inorganic engagement, maybe fake likes, fake retweets on this account. But, dude, this account posts a lot of garbage, promotes the Nazara, Jazara quantum financial system bullshit. So there's a red flag right there. And tries to attack 
all kinds of people. Some people he goes after, I agree with, but as with propagandist shills, they'll throw good names and in with the bad names to muddy the waters. So check this out. He attacks General Flynn all the time as well. So another big red flag, just fabricating some narratives, attacking General Flynn, but names me on his shit list here and claims that all these people are Israeli Mossad agents passing themselves off as the heroes exposing the establishment. Uh, whatever, dude. I'm not Mossad. Ariel, the little mermaid here. Proletario, Proletilio, he can uh, go screw himself. I'm not Mossad, whatever. We'll expose him more on Friday. And then this freaking clown, Doc Holiday. This dude's been on Twitter for years. And I remember him back in like 2019. He was in some really shilly groups. He pumps, he promotes a lot of the JFK Jr. bullshit. He's also a big fan of Wano Savin. He is like blowing Wano Savin's balls all the time, constantly promoting him, defending him, carrying water for him. But check this out. He went after me today. And yeah, that's a real photo. <laughs> Gangsta pink shades. Apparently this dude can't take a joke. But uh, this was a photo I posted to my Instagram account seven, eight years ago. I wasn't even doing the YouTube thing yet. When did I post this? Like 2017? I wasn't even doing the YouTube thing yet. He posts this and he says, someone please verify that this dude voted for Obama twice and then became the face of the Q movement and then went on to lead We The Media. This can't be true, can it? Did you vote for Obama, Jordan? Dude, what? No. I never I never voted for Obama. Where the fuck did he get that? I never voted for Obama. I wasn't even 18 years old yet during the 2008 election, so I couldn't vote then. And then by 2012, I started waking up, and I was a big Ron Paul supporter in 2012. No, I never voted for Obama. And also, how does this dude have this photograph? This Instagram account of mine got banned in 2020. This was my main Instagram account. I had, I think I had like 40 or 50,000 followers on it. I was getting it going. But during the whole censorship that all happened in 2020, I got this account banned. So I haven't had this account for four years. How does this dude have a seven-year-old photo on an account that I got banned four years ago? This is some stage five clinger shit, man. What a stalker. It's like these shills have been just logging this stuff, waiting for the day. So anyway, Doc Shilladay. He's another one. He's another one to throw in the trash can. Uh, and one more thing. I, I, again, I couldn't wait on this one. The Associated Press ran this hit piece today on medbeds. QAnon conspiracy believers, this is their tweet, QAnon conspiracy believers are paying hundreds of dollars for medical devices that they believe can cure cancer and reverse aging. What's inside the $600 devices? We asked the company that makes them. They did a huge hit piece on the med beds. Yes, my friends, the med beds. Tesla Wellness Hotel and Med Bed Center. Basically, you're paying a bunch of money for a really expensive nap. 
They're like trash cans that you're supposed to put under your bed and help with your your bio healing, med beds, yeah. Here's the thing. I don't doubt that there's some sort of resonance technologies out there that can help your DNA correct itself or get back into its rightful pattern. But this modern med bed bullshit that people like Jason Shurka and Charles Ward, Godlewski and all them promote, that's what I'm highly skeptical about. Tell, what is a med bed? What is it? Can anybody describe what a med bed is to me? That's a generic nothing burger term. Okay, describe to me the science behind the med bed, who makes this med bed, how it functions, technology used, etc., etc., right? They don't. They don't describe these things. They just use airy fairy terms and nothing burger quantum quackery claims. So, this this is an example my friends of again why not only is it important to debunk mainstream media propaganda but also debunk crazy conspiracy propaganda because of shit like this and then they throw the whole QAnon in there of course the QAnon straw man which has absolutely nothing to do with the medbed garbage the medbeds were never featured in Q's drops or nothing about that stuff so anyway propaganda garbage we will talk more about this again on Friday. All right, now into more pertinent news. Starting off with elections. Exclusive. President Xi promised Biden that China wouldn't interfere in the 2024 election. Donald Trump don't trust China. China is asshole. I'll believe that when my shit turns purple and smells like rainbow sherbet. Mind you, CNN somehow got this exclusive. Okay. Two people familiar with the conversations told CNN. How did CNN get this exclusive? Now, why did they get this exclusive from two people familiar with the conversation? More anonymous sources. Same thing as our Twitter friends, right? They're all freaking anonymous. Because they're cowards. But this comes out... Today, it looks like? Yeah, this is published today. Flashback to earlier today. <laughs> Chinese hackers preparing to wreak havoc on American citizens' communities, FBI Director warns. FBI Director Christopher Wray testified that risk from China's hackers requires our attention now. Huh. So Chris Ray comes out and says, hey, China, got to look at them. They might be meddling again. And then real quick, CNN exclusive. President Xi promised Chi Biden China wouldn't interfere. Alrighty then. I mean, yeah, the FBI, I don't doubt that there's definitely rogue assets in the FBI. But honestly, Chris Ray, I don't know about him. And when I say that, I mean, I don't know about him being deep state. Chris Ray has been in there for, what, six, five, six years now? Trump was the one that installed Chris Ray. Trump kept Chris Ray in there the whole time. Chris Ray is still in there. Honestly, I think Chris Ray might be on Team Patriot working to, we're going to help clean out the FBI. Might sound crazy, I know, and I could be wrong. I could definitely be wrong, but 
when Q's drops called Chris Ray a sleeper, I was asking myself, okay, sleeper for what side? That is, there could be multiple meanings with that one. So anyway, anyway, there's that story. Now let's get on to our uh, militia leader here. A man in Pennsylvania who was 32 years old. But the thing is, some reports are calling him 33 years old. There's a big discrepancy in a lot of these news reports about this. Half of them say 32, half of them say 33. And I'm like, okay, 33 years old. Illuminati confirmed. (coughs) Oh shit, I'm 33 years old. God damn it. Maybe those shills were right. Maybe I am Mossad. They got me. Ah, geez, my handlers are going to be so pissed. So Justin Moan here, just look at those eyes as well. Dude, he got them MKUltra eyes and a shit-eating grin on his face. (laughs) So, story goes, official narrative, is that Justin Moan was arrested, charged with murder, and what he did was that he apparently killed his father, beheaded his father. This story gets gruesome. And the reason he beheaded his father is because he believed his father was a part of the government cult because his father was a government worker for 20 years. So he killed his father, recorded this 15-minute YouTube video, posted this YouTube video, and even in part of the video, he holds up what's allegedly his father's head. Again, it gets gruesome. And then this Justin Moan guy in this video said that we need to... I'm paraphrasing here, but I think he said we need to wage war on government workers, kill the feds, just all kinds of crazy, wacky shit. And he called himself a militia leader. Uh, Called himself a militia leader. Hold on here. I want to get a story real quick because this is why the militia aspect of it is notable. And that's because, well, number one, we have the border battle going on right now, right? Texas trying to do their own thing um, away from the feds. And then you also have the convoy going down to Texas. They're going to be holding demonstrations in California, Arizona, and Texas over the next week. So a big bunch of demonstrators going down to the border. But we also have this story from a couple of weeks ago. Um, I missed this one. I did not report on it. A lot of you guys probably missed it too, but I just came across it today uh, in researching this whole Justin Moan story. So a couple of weeks ago, congressional Democrats introduced a bill called the Preventing Paramilitary Organizations Act, something like that. That's not the exact name. Here it is, Private Paramilitary Activity Act. Congressional Democrats introduced this legislation into Congress to try to establish criminal penalties, basically make organizing militias illegal. Which, if I remember my Constitution correctly, didn't one part of it say that a well-regulated militia is essential? I mean, just saying, but... And this was introduced on the three-year anniversary of January 6th. So, hence, Congressional Democrats introducing this legislation on three-year anniversary of January 6th. So, 
Fast forward three weeks later, we got this dude claiming he's a militia leader. Okay, what militia? Who do you lead? Seriously, I'm thinking he's a patsy. He's probably crazy, mentally ill, schizo. Rogue intel groups were probably tracking this guy for years and figured, oh, we can easily manipulate him because of how mentally unstable he is and did their brainwashing thing, did their mind control thing. Um, and then another aspect to this story. Yeah, and then this guy calling himself a militia leader, killing his father, that ties real well into this bill that they're trying to push through. Militias are violent and extremists and dangerous. They're, they're, they're dad killers. Got to get rid of them. So there you go. Helps that narrative. But also, check this out. Another QAnon strawman bullshit from the mainstream media. They're calling this guy, they're calling Justin Moan here, a QAnon-aligned son. QAnon-aligned son decapitates federal employee dad. Shows off traitor's head in sick YouTube video. Dude, I, I dig more into this guy in my Rumble video I posted earlier today, but indeed, chat, indeed. Let's go to the chat real quick, because I want to thank uh, Machanon. We need a Betty Davis Eyes parody song, MK Ultra Eyes. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, but yes, this comment here from Jay Vines. What's up, friend? Q was never mentioned by the guy. Exactly. I scrubbed through, and I talk about this in my Rumble video from earlier, I scrubbed through some Facebook posts of his. Apparently, he had some eBooks on Amazon. I, I scrubbed through his book descriptions, his video, nothing. Nothing this guy posted had any reference to Q. Yet, we get headlines like this. QAnon, that is a straw man. That is the, the straw man that the media is setting up. Whenever they write QAnon, it has nothing to do with Q. That is a separate straw man entity that they are using to falsely attribute random shit to Q, like Medbeds or Nazar or JFK Jr. Murderers like this or whatever. So, stupid media, doing stupid media things. You are fake news. Now let's get to another development on this vice president talk. Report came out last weekend saying, oh, Trump's team is considering RFK Jr. for vice president. Trump came out and called that fake news. Now RFK Jr. is coming out and saying, yes, Trump's team did reach out to him about a v VP spot. So it's like back and forth. He said, she said stuff at this point. Uh, I, I No, I doubt Trump is going to be calling on RFK Jr. to be his vice president. I would enjoy the re that would come from that. But no, honestly, I would love to see RFK Jr. picked to be CDC director. I think that would also cause a lot of good re and be a, it'd be a good fit for him. Make him CDC director. But VP slot, no, somebody else. Probably going to be somebody else. And we probably won't learn about it for months. And whoever Trump picks, is there's going to be a reason for it. So nothing to worry about. Although, still on the topic of RFK Jr., we got some of these Democrats out here. Gavin Newsom says Democrats have to be worried about a third-party candidate 
in 2024. How worried are you about a third party? And there'll be multiple third party no. candidates. So it doesn't take a lot. I know no. a third party candidate isn't likely to be elected president or beat either one. But I mean, how Spoilers. worried are you? Yeah, how worried are you about that? We I have to be worried. But you know what? You got to control the controllables. Got to control what you have to control. Right now, it's getting the vote out. Do you think it's. Yeah, this ass clown wants to control everything. Greaseball. They're worried about a third party candidate, not just Gavin Newsom, but The View. The View. Co-hosts in a panic about what a third-party candidate will do to Biden's chances. This is not the time. No third-party candidates. So all these all these media goons, they are terrified. They're explicitly terrified of RFK Jr. running as an independent because recently RFK Jr. switched parties. He's no longer running as a Democrat. He's now an independent. Uh, so I think he's going to finish that out. He will probably not be Trump's VP. He's probably going to finish out as an independent and suck the Biden vote away, which is great, which is good. And then, you know, like I said, I'd like to see him as CDC director or something like that if he is going to join a Trump administration and continue in politics. But, yeah, stay as your independent candidate. Freak these douche canoes out, and we'll have a grand old time. On to James O'Keefe. James O'Keefe did some more undercover sleuthing. First of all, okay, so let's get to the story first. He did some undercover work talking to a White House cyber official. And this White House cyber official told James O'Keefe that they can't say it publicly, but the White House wants to replace Kamala Harris and confirms Joe Biden's mental decline. Biden is definitely slowing down says the IT guy at the White House. I'm just telling you what I've heard. They're really concerned about it. I think they need to get rid of him or her. The White House themselves uh, don't want Kamala. And they know Joe Biden's getting destroyed. This guy was even saying Kamala Harris hemorrhages black staff. She can't keep black staff. They quit on her en masse. Uh, this guy, his name's Charlie Crager, cybersecurity policy analysis, the White House. He also told James O'Keefe, I had a meeting with Michelle Obama. Somebody asked her, will you ever run for office? And she said, no, empathetically. She was like, I've seen all this shit my husband had to do and go through, and that does not interest me. So, yeah, I don't think Michelle Obama's, if they do replace Joe, I don't think it's going to be Michelle. I think Gavin. Gavin is one we'd have to keep an eye on for that Joe Biden switcheroo. Probably Gavin Newsom. I don't know who else it would be. I don't. But Gavin. Kind of want it to be Hillary Clinton just for uh, just for old time's sake. Just watch Trump debate Hillary again. Because you'd be in jail. I don't have that on a soundboard button. But... Here's the thing. James O'Keefe was in disguise. How did this dipshit not tell that it was James O'Keefe he was talking to? Boys, when we go into meetings in terms of discussing and, and promoting the president's priorities. And listen to this guy. Why are you gay? Listen to him. The networks of the federal agencies. You, that you give all your information to. The mission is to protect. 
Is James O'Keefe doing information. a certainly is James O'Keefe doing like a gay accent? Voice when we go into meetings in terms of just, I don't, there was a debate about removing her from the ticket, but sadly they didn't. She can't keep black but they won't say publicly Correct. that Biden is, publicly. is uh... Sounds like James O'Keefe's got a little, uh, he's got a little voice inflection there. He probably mat he, he probably created a fake Tinder account and matched with this guy on Tinder. <laughs> That's how he got the date. But how does he not tell? That's James O'Keefe. That just goes to show you there's a bunch of freaking idiots at the White House. Even the IT guy. And look, he's probably got this camera that's filming. That's probably a coffee cup. Probably one of their secret camera coffee cups. He's got over here. And then this one, this one's probably a pen that's in James O'Keefe's vest. He's got a little vest on. He's probably got a pen in his chest pocket right there. That's this camera angle. And this camera angle is probably a coffee cup. Or in fact, that coffee cup right there. That might be, that might be this angle, is that coffee cup. There's probably another coffee cup or something over here he placed on this desk. <laughs> ah, come on, man. Come on. You gotta give all your White House staff training on not to get honey potted. It's incredible these days, how they still get, still get nuked. All right. Joe Biden will tap John Podesta to replace outgoing special climate envoy John Kerry. Replacing Mr. Skull and Bones with Mr. Pizza. Yeah, I can't wait until John Podesta tells all of us to go vegan for climate change. It's like, okay, but you like cheese pizza, don't you? You ain't vegan. Fuck. Creepy, creepy Podesto and just can't get out of there, can he? Or they're keeping his ass close so little bitch doesn't go squeal, so rat doesn't talk. They got to keep John Podesta close to him. Keep tabs on him. Make sure he doesn't fold. <laughs> oh, John Podesta. <gasps> no. Why? Anyway. Is this real life? What is happening here? Hunter Biden attempts to get out of federal gun charges by pointing blame at Trump and his MAGA allies. Oh, no. Hunter Biden's attorney said in a statement, filings made by the prosecutors provide more evidence that these charges result from a politically motivated attack instigated by former President Trump and his MAGA allies. Yeah, it was... Trump that made you snort crack and pay for Russian hookers and leave that laptop. And, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I, I, I may be a white boy, but I'm not stupid. <laughs> Over to Fulton County. Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis and Prosecutor Nathan Wade, her lover boy. They've been subpoenaed to testify in upcoming misconduct hearing per lawsuit when is that hearing going to be do we have a date i think it's going to be in february that's what i had heard let's see if we get a date in this article february 2nd Ooh, this week the george oh no 
The hearing was scheduled two weeks ago. The judge ordered the office to file their response to the allegations by Friday. So we're going to get more filings by Friday, but I think it's going to be later in February when they're supposed to appear. Oh, yes, Fanny Willis. Good old Fanny Pack. On to Trump's other court case. Let's see. Secret Obama memo could impact Jack Smith's classified documents case against Trump. This is coming from America First Legal. Breaking a secret Obama memo, the Presidential Information Technology Committee regarding controlled presidential records could change everything in the DOJ's politicized prosecution of Trump. Let's check out this thread. In October 2014, Russian hackers breached the executive office of the president's network. In response, President Obama created via executive action the PITC. PITC includes representatives from the Department of Defense and DHS. Uh, First, the PITC creates a presumption that the president controls all information he receives. Huh. The PITC memo established the president's exclusive control over information resources and systems provided to the president. The memo created the presumption that the information contained on information systems and resources was EOP information. Uh, Because the memo relied upon the Federal Records Act's definition of information system as resources organized for the use and disposition of information, the memo gives the president exclusive control over information he receives. There you go. And basically the argument is, that special counsel Jack Smith's indictment against former President Trump claims Trump was not authorized to possess or retain classified documents. But Obama's PITC memo may have created a reasonable belief in President Trump that he, in fact, had such an authority. Boom. So, good old Jack Smith. Jackie Jack. Shots fired! Shots fired! I wish the government would just ban itself. And lastly, from another one of Trump's court cases, this is uh, the good old quote-unquote rape victim. Crazy, insane psycho Gene Carroll. After the $83 million that that judge essentially gave to Gene Carroll, ordered Trump to pay her $83 million for defamation, This was her gloating about the money. And look at the reaction. These are her two lawyers to the left and right of her. Crazy Jean Carroll with the Karen haircut in the middle. Listen to this woman. And look at the reaction from her lawyers. You've talked about using some of Trump's money that you're about to get um, to help shore up women's rights. Do you know what that might be, what that might look like? Yes, Rachel. Yes. Tell me. I had such, such great ideas (laughs) for all the good I'm going to do with this money. First thing, Rachel. First of all, this woman looks and sounds like Nancy Pelosi. Like this could be Nancy Pelosi's younger sister or long-lost younger cousin or something like that. (laughs) You and I are going to go shopping. We're going to get completely (laughs) new wardrobes, new shoes, motorcycle for Crowley, new fishing rod for Robbie. Rachel, what do you want? Penthouse? (laughs) It's yours, Rachel. Penthouse and 
Uh, France? You want France? You want to go fishing nope. in France? No? Oh. All right. All right. Okay. That's a joke. <laughs> what? What? Look oh, how if, uncomfortable if they all are. If me fishing is Rachel, penthouse and uh, France? You want France? You want to go fishing nope. in France? No? Oh. All right. All right. Okay. That's a joke. That's a joke. <laughs> Although if, if me fishing in France could yeah. do something for women's rights, I would take the hit. You know, I would obviously uh, take one for the team. I All right, let me, let me, uh, <laughs> we, as if, as if you need persuasion in that regard. Oh my God, so uncomfortable. She's like, no, no, um, if fishing could do something for women's rights, yeah, yeah, yeah. Assuming she's a woman. Dude. <laughs> Dude. Trump's a friggin' billionaire. You think he would touch that with a 10-foot fishing pole in France? No, he would not. No, he would not. I would not. I would not if you paid me. No. I'll pass. And over here to Joy Reid on MSNBC. Check out this hot mic she was caught on. Pretty glorious. Let's get the good feed of it. Over the weekend, President Biden said he's ready to take action if Congress is serious about solving the border issue. If that bill were the law today, I'd shut down the border right now and fix it quickly. And Congress needs to get it done. Starting another fucking war. <laughs> Whoops. Starting another effing war. <laughs> you know things are bad when MSNBC is even sick of Joe Biden's shit. Starting another effing war. Uh, all right, January 6th pipe bomber. Representative Massey confirms person who found January 6th pipe bombs is a current U.S. Capitol Police officer. Let's see. Earlier this month, new explosive January 6th footage was released. It turns out that a plainclothes police officer found the DNC pipe bombs at 1 p.m. on January 6th. Okay, found them, but who placed them? Or did he conveniently find them to run the narrative that they were MAGA people that planted pipe bombs? Yeah, anyway. And uh, reportedly, there were some forensics investigators that figured out, or, or they said, what, the FBI had the license plate of who planted the pipe bomb, but they didn't follow up on it. I don't know. That's just the latest on that. Uh, let's move on here. Joe Rogan, love or hate him, Joe Rogan is reaching out to the normies. He's at least reaching out to the normies and getting them out of their left-wing confusion. Austin people are great people. They're really nice. They're nice. They're not shitheads. They're not Hollywood people. They're not lost in this fake world of leftist ideology that everybody's trapped in. Oh, no, man. There's some weirdos in Austin, though, but comparing Austin to San Francisco, okay, maybe. They're just people. They're just regular people, man. And those people exist outside of these, these blue bubbles where everyone's gone insane. Well, I used to be a part of the blue bubble. I, I was 100% a left-leaning person who lived in Los Angeles. I was 100%. I never voted Republican my whole life. I was very left-leaning, especially with, like, any social issues. When it comes to financial things, I'm a little bit more conservative. But at the end of the day, 
way more left than I am right. But California went nuts, man. It's gone like full communist. It's out of its fucking mind. And their approach to law enforcement is so insane. It's so insane. The no cash bail, the letting people out for committing violent crimes, the fucking st not stopping people for stealing up to whatever money it is. What is it, $900 now? I think. They yeah, he's been saying some good things on this podcast lately. Speaking of... Letting people go for crimes. Check this out in Illinois. California is not the only bad place. A new bill was introduced in Illinois to ban cops from pulling people over for certain violations. That includes speeding 25 miles an hour above the speed limit, broken headlights, taillights, illegally tinted windows, etc. The bill is aimed at reducing racial bias in traffic stops, according to its sponsor. The sponsor was a representative by the name of Representative Slaughter. Interesting. It's also, he is also the one behind a bill that eliminated cash bail in Illinois. So in trying to not be racist, they are in fact being incredibly racist. Is Representative Slaughter insinuating that it's black people that do all these illegal things on their cars? So to reduce the crime he is insinuating that black people commit he's trying to decriminalize all these things and i don't understand so if you're speeding 25 miles an hour above the speed limit cops can't stop you but if you're speeding 15 or 20 miles over the speed limit then they can what okay i'm just gonna drive freaking 90 everywhere and tint my windows and wear blackface while I drive. I won't get stopped at all. Yeah, good luck, Illinois. As if Chicago, otherwise known as Chirac, wasn't bad enough. What? 25 miles an hour above the speed limit? All right. <laughs> Shh. Cops ain't going to be hitting their quotas. And they're going to be leaving. Man. All right. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg in front of Congress today. This was a pretty gold moment. Mark Zuckerberg got totally cucked. Totally cucked. Check this out. So you didn't oh, take any watch. action. You didn't that's take any true, action. Senator. You didn't fire anybody. You haven't that's compensated a single not, victim. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. There's families of victims here today. Have you apologized to the victims? I, Would I, you like to do so now? Well, They're here. You're on national television. Would you like now to apologize to the victims who have been harmed by your product? Show them the pictures. Would you like to apologize for what you've done to these good people? Why we invested so much and are going to continue doing industry leading efforts to, uh, to make sure that no one has to go through the types of things that your families have had to suffer. You know, why, Mr. Zuckerberg? Oh, I thought he was about to start crying. Cry, Zuck, cry! Are you not entertained? Ha <laughs> ha 
what a little bitch. Oh, man. I mean, you should be apologizing to them, but that's just hilarious. Josh Halley getting him to do that. All the cameras rushing around. What a photo op. Oh, Mark Cuckerberg. That's great. All right. What is next? Joe Biden. Biden regime launching a scheme to effectively disrupt private gun sales before the 2024 election. What is this? Let's see. This organization has learned through whistleblowers within the ATF that at the direction of the White House, the ATF has drafted a 1,300-page document to justify a rule effectively banning the private sale of firearms. If successful, this would be among the most significant assaults in the Second Amendment in American history. How would they do that, though? Um, let's see. Basically, they're trying to ban private gun sales by mandating background checks on all personal firearm exchanges. And what, make everybody have to register as an FFL if you're trying to even conduct a private sale? The whistleblowers say the rule is being drafted by a guy who worked pretty much on a precursor to Operation Fast and Furious. The gun running. Nice. That's probably going to go to the Supreme Court if it goes through. And then there's also this in California, but California got got law-checked. Federal judge struck who struck down California's ammo background check law has denied the state's motion for a stay. Yeah, California was trying to make people get background checks to buy ammo. Just to buy ammo, get a background check. So, yeah, Democrats, the best gun salesmen in the country. 2024 is probably going to shatter records. So, uh, good luck. Good luck. Megan Kelly in a recent podcast, was talking about being targeted by Moderna for sharing her COVID vaccine side effects publicly. Thanks to Lee Fang, who did an investigation, and uh, he has revealed that Moderna was very, very upset, among other things, about the fact that I said on this show that after I had gotten my third COVID shot, my booster, which you needed in order to operate in New York to do anything, um, I developed a positive on an autoimmune test. No, you that didn't. my general practitioner gave me, and then I had you didn't need it. You just caved. Had to go to a rheumatologist and all this stuff. I, I revealed it on the show, and th- I got targeted by Moderna, who was very worried that this would add to the growing concern around autoimmune disorders following COVID nineteen vaccinations. They're admitting internally that it's a problem, but they're upset that I am talking about it. And Alex Berenson and Russell Brand and Michael Schellenberger and Dr. Jay Bhattacharya are talking about it, Glenn, because they don't want. Yeah, millions of us have talked about it since the vaccines were introduced, since before the vaccines were even introduced, and we, you know, didn't go get them because we were smart enough. Not to, Megyn Kelly. Come on. Catch up. 
Look, I'm glad you're finally catching up, but I wish you did this like three, four years ago. Man, I don't understand how some of these mainstream podcasters are going like they are, getting so popular, but whatever is what it is. Um, Over at Harvard, more plagiarism going on at Harvard. Their chief diversity and inclusion officer hit with 40 credible plagiarism accusations. New plagiarism scandal for Harvard. Chief diversity and inclusion officer. So, yeah, let me just include this work into my thesis. Must mean what? That must what be what inclusion means in her title. Uh, but this is, of course, racism. It's, it's racist accusations because she's black. And the plagiarism, plagiarism's okay because she was just appropriating. She was appropriating other people's work, which is okay. She's not white. Um, so there's that. And anything else relevant here? I don't think so. Let's get into some q and I'll bring in the tunes. What do you guys think about the news today? And what else do you guys want to talk about? Let me bring the tunes in. All right. Yeah, still waiting on that UFC fight between Zuckerberg and Musk. (laughs) No kidding, more than double the amount of guns per person in the US. I don't think it's that high. Isn't it about four or 500 million? So I think it's about 1.4, 1.5, but That's what we know about, right? How many got lost in boating accidents? When did YouTube do the first round purge of truthers? The big one was in October 2020. That was, it was the same day the Hunter Biden laptop story dropped, October 15th, 2020, which I think was a Thursday. I remember that well. Hundreds of us got nuked that day. All the big key reporters. Yeah, that was a Thursday. So that was the big purge, but I actually lost my channel twice before that. I lost it in February 2018 after the Parkland shooting. I was, you know, investigating the Parkland shooting and saying the wrong thing on YouTube. So they banned my channel in February. I I fought to get it back. Took me about six weeks to get it back. I got my channel back, but then they took it down again like a month later, I think in April. 
And uh, I didn't even have three strikes. I don't remember why they took it down. It might have been over... I think it was over a CBD ad. Yeah, as stupid as that is. I didn't even have three strikes. I only had, I think, one strike. They gave my channel back to me with one strike on it. So they removed a video because of a CBD ad. So technically I should have had two strikes and not lost my channel, but they just took it down. And then I had to fight again, wait another six weeks, I think. And then I finally got it back in late May, 2018. So I had my channel taken out twice. And then, I, and then it was the final nuke. The final purge was October, 2020. That's when most people lost theirs. So yeah, I lost my YouTube channel three times. And it was October 2020 when all the platforms went scorched earth. I lost my Twitter account. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Discord channel, Patreon account, PayPal account, Cash App, Venmo, all of them within like a month. It was insane. Got a rumble rant here. Thank you, F17QG been here from the beginning thanks for staying in the fight thank you my friend yeah man YouTube was a bummer to lose Twitter they were all a bummer to lose Instagram I had 100,000 followers on Instagram between two or three accounts I had probably 200,000 on Facebook between a few pages Twitter YouTube all in all I think I lost like six or seven hundred thousand followers combined between all those accounts I didn't give a shit about discord Patreon was a pain in the ass to lose. Yeah. Do I know if I'll be at GART in Texas? I don't. I'll let you guys know as soon as I do. Yep, they did the same thing to Red Pill 78. They did the same thing to a lot of us during that same time frame. They they had a list. They had a list. Whoever they is, some government group, government agency had a list. Intelligence community, who knows, sent that list over to the tech companies. 
Like, you know, we've had all these Twitter files, Facebook files, exposés. They're all probably scratching the surface. I've kind of been wondering if that will ever come out, all the Q censorship. Uh, and all the chlorine dioxide stuff I had removed from Twitter and YouTube as well at the height of COVID. government using mainstream media and corporations to bypass the constitution they use a lot of ngos that's for sure non-governmental organizations think tanks quote-unquote research institutes media companies for sure then you got the ancestral relationships where you got government worker leaves the government goes and works at private company or you have somebody working at a private company and they happen to be married to somebody working in the government. Yep, thank God for Foxhole. Foxhole's pretty sweet. Rumble's come a long way. Rumble's doing good. So we, we migrated. We did okay. Yep. I mean, hindsight, right? Think back, man, I should have... Should have done better in trying to migrate before the big purge. But it, it is what it is. It was crazy, you know. We all kind of saw it coming. We knew it was going to come. But the way it came, so hard, so fast, took us all down. It was, it was bewildering. It's like, man, we knew this was coming. But when all the censorship came, it was like, shit, I knew this was coming. I should have prepared better. What's up, chat? Jordan, where should we send the lead summaries for clickbait of the week? If you're okay posting it publicly, go to my Telegram chat on my clickbait expose channel. I have a chat for that. I would do it there. Or if you don't want to post it in a public comment, you can email it to me. There's a e there's should be a contact form on my website somewhere down at the bottom or a contact page. But um, one of my Telegram chats, either my Jordan Sather page or my clickbait expose channel page. Knowledge based tomorrow? I think so. Justin's, he hasn't been feeling good the past couple of days, but he's feeling better today. And yeah, I think we're, we're slated to do knowledge based tomorrow. So Badlands stream tomorrow. 
Thank you, Debbie, posting the clickbait expose link in the chat there. Jordan, Nazca mummies, real ETs or not? I'm leaning towards fake, quite honestly. I don't know. I don't get a good front. That's just initial impression, intuition, looking at the metadata of the story, who's involved, what they're saying, all that, the way it's being promoted. I'm not resonating with it, but that's not a deep dive investigative opinion, though, so... Dow. Thanks, Dow. Did I see this inquiry testimony with the platform CEO as a means to remove Section 230? Introduce crap legislation, thus crippling social media. Uh, which, which testimony are you talking about? Did I see this testimony? Which one? Are you talking about the one today with Zuck? Chat says they'd expect to see more QAnon shooters. Maybe. What's that guitar music in my live chat? That is uh, Gangster's Paradise, but the lo-fi version. L-O-F-I. Just go to YouTube and type in Gangster's Paradise lo-fi. It's like a 10-minute, 11-minute song. Uh, do I think the deep state will attempt to turn people on Trump if he comes out with the election info and blame all the destruction and chaos on him? It's probably in the game plan of theirs, but you always got the counter moves to that, you know? I'm sure Team Patriot is carefully strategizing on how to bring that out without... But I don't know if they really would be able to because Trump's been talking about the rigged election for since 2020. So, no, if Trump came out with all the election info, it would just be like, we could have avoided this if you believed me since 2020. So, nah, I, that, I don't think that could happen. Ah, the testimony with Zuck, Dal's talking about. I did not see that part, that clip, no. What's up, Machinon? Have I seen the American Nightmare on Netflix? You got MKUltra controlled asset vibes from the perpetrator. No, I have not. Uh, recently, I've been watching, re-watching all the John Wick movies. I went through a John Wick phase for a couple of weeks there. And now I'm going through... Now I'm watching um, all the old deadpan Leslie Nielsen movies. So watching Airplane 
And then I want to watch Naked Gun. I don't get on Netflix much. But uh, is it a documentary? Or is it a... not documentary fiction whatever you call it hey dal if you have um i don't know what platforms you use if you're on twitter or telegram or whatever but if you have a clip of all those tech ceos talking about section 230 send it my way See the chat over there on Pilled? You saw me on Above Majestic. <laughs> Would redo that movie if I could. up with the hair? I don't know. It's getting long. Getting long. I haven't got a haircut in like three months. Three, four months. I'm just going to let it keep going. Jimmy Corsetti is getting a lot of crap on Instagram for posting political content recently. As he and you both said, it's all related, UFOs, ancient history, current history, vaccines, control structure, politics. Yeah. Dude, I'm bit, I've been liking uh, Jimmy Corsetti. I only came across him a couple of months ago. In yeah, I've been following Ben Davidson for seven, eight years, long time. And him and Jimmy Corsetti, you know, their work, very interrelated. And then they did the podcast with Tim Pool a couple weeks ago, but I only came across Corsetti a couple months ago. And uh, maybe it was that viral TikTok clip where he's talking about the Adam and Eve story on Joe Rogan. I think that's where I first came across it. So, a few months ago. But he's cool. I, I like Corsetti because he does get political and woo-woo. And I like people who keep it real in both ends of the spectrum like that. They understand the political game. They're not afraid to get political. And they also, you know, I'm not a fan of the people who say, oh, I'm not gonna get political. It's all, it's all controlled anyway. It's all rigged. Well, how are you gonna undo that if you stay non-political and run away from it? So I like people to get political, but also approach the woo-woo stuff, but approach the woo-woo stuff with realism and not go off into freaking fantasy land. So I've been liking Corsetti. He seems pretty cool. I'll have to, I'll have to go check out his IG page, see what shit he's getting. Let's get a man bun. Nah, I won't do the man bun. 
I'll probably put it in cornrows, though. Let it grow long and do some Viking cornrows or some shit. Piss off the Karens. You're appropriating cornrows. Nah, bitch. That's my ancestors. Ben Davison doesn't know bunk about ETs or UFOs. Why would he? It's not his subject. Anytime he's asked about them, he says logical things. Ben Davidson's like, yeah, ETs are probably out there in the cosmos, but this government disclosure shit is garbage. I agree. You don't have to know all the little intricacies of a subject to have a good opinion on it. Granted, researching all the intricacies will help you formulate a better opinion, but if you have properly functioning intuition, you can still have a good opinion about something without doing all that research. Ben Davidson's, those, those aren't his subjects. Why would he know a bunch of stuff about ETs or UFOs? Oh, no way, Valiant Thor. You were there at Disclosure Fest when they played clips of a Bub Majestic on that big blow-up screen. And we talked for a bit. No shit. Yeah, man, that's cool. That was like 2018, right? Los Angeles in... When was that? June? Or was that later in the year? Yeah, I remember that, man. Big blow-up screen in downtown LA Park. That was a, that was a trip. That's cool, man. Yeah, still got the pink glasses from that old IG pick. <laughs> no. I don't. You do believe there's an energy barrier around the Earth. Yeah. It's called our magnetic field. You can call it a firmament if you want to, but the Earth ain't flat. And it's not this impenetrable dome. But yeah, there's, there's all kinds of energy fields around everything. You didn't expect me to be that tall? I'm only 5'10". Why do people say that? They're like, I didn't expect you to be tall. I'm like, you think I'm sitting on a... I think I'm sitting on a high chair in my videos or something? What's up, Tommy Bitcoins? You saw me at the Yelm UFO Fest. You spent your time talking to Randy Kramer. Wish you came up to meet me instead. Man, I appreciate that. I, uh... 
That was an interesting event. It was cool. Uh, I spoke on stage with, yeah, Randy Kramer was there. Carrie Cassidy was there. <laughs> that, was, that was interesting. That was before Carrie Cassidy started getting real weird, though, because that was in 20, that was 2018 as well. Yeah, that was before Carrie Cassidy started getting real weird. I didn't talk to Randy Kramer. I don't think I, I didn't really speak to many people at that little event. Flat Earthers pronouns are knowledge fluid. It's <laughs> a good one. What do we think of Farsight and Courtney Brown? I don't know who Courtney Brown is. Not familiar with that name. But the Farsight Institute, they do remote viewing, right? That's what uh, their big thing is. I don't know too much about them. I've, I've come across the name many times, but I haven't dug into the Farsight Institute too much. Um, so yeah, I'm sorry, I can't give you. Okay, Courtney Brown's their founder. Yeah, sorry, I can't give you any more than that. Haven't dug too deep into them. Is David Adair the best UFO witness I know of? If not, who? I wouldn't say any of them are the best. They just each have their own story. And, you know, it's just, you listen to stories, you listen to claims and allegations, and just kind of run with it, right? You don't automatically believe them, but you don't discount them. Unless they're claiming to be meeting the Galactic Federation and going up to spaceships and being all the aliens, emissaries, uh, you, you know what I'm saying. Unless it's like real wacky and easily disprovable or debunkable or they're claiming all these grandiose stuff with jack shit to back it up. Then you can kind of throw it on the back burner or throw it in the dumpster. But yeah, I wouldn't say any of them are the best. Um, I, I sat down with Adair and interviewed him once. I think I interviewed him for Bo Majestic. I don't remember if they included any of his, any of that video in a Bo Majestic, but Adair, he seemed genuine. I'll say that. He seemed quite genuine. And I do, I did think that aspects of his story are definitely plausible. Um, yeah, I don't think Adair's a bad dude. Or knowing, or knowingly misinforming. Oh, nice, Valiant Thor. You were cued on one of those. Where we go on, we go all vids on the top of an LA building rooftop. Nice. Yeah, you're. Are you still there in SoCal? You're in the thick of it, man. Stay strong down there. 
All right, guys. Any last um, any last questions, comments, concerns, complaints? Appreciate you guys in the chat tonight. Had some great questions, good conversation about a variety of things. I, li I like getting a variety of questions and comments during these. And I like um, I like not ranting and not ragging on people. I mean, I love ragging on people that deserve it, but we're saving that for Friday. Friday's gonna be fun. Sometimes in these Q and A's, I just start ragging on clowns. <laughs> Ah, still in SoCal, yeah. I mean, I don't blame people that stay in the blue shitholes, Washington, California, a place like that. Because it is beautiful there. It's beautiful in California. It's beautiful in Washington, West Coast. Or, you know, some people have to stay in these areas for personal reasons, family, work, whatever. So it's, you know, just more or less impossible if not incredibly difficult for them to move so i don't blame people for staying in somewhere like la or seattle but i mean you know it's also not a bad idea to move if you can whatever happened to earth chronicles on badlands i don't know don't know. Am I doing more exercise videos? Yes, I am planning on it for my Conscious Strength channels. Probably shoot for about a video a week on those. Do more if I can, but my goal is at least a video a week. Feel like we're growing old together. Shit, right? We're all growing old together. Still be streaming in ten years and see where we're at then. Fifteen, twenty years. Still around, man. Ah, uh, yeah, I've I've heard the ideas of hair being an antenna and all that. But I don't know. I think we're getting to a point where you know, if your mind is strong enough, what's a little bit of hair gonna do? or lack of hair. All right, guys, I'm gonna head out. Um, Badlands stream tomorrow, tentatively. Friday, we're gonna have some fun. 
at um, either 7 or 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Probably closer to 8. I want I want to do 7 Eastern, 4 Pacific, but um, I'll probably be having a lot of work to do throughout the day, so it'll probably be a little later. It's usually why I start the streams around um, 5 Pacific, 8 Eastern. Time zones. Freaking time zones. But uh, we'll see. Friday night sometime. Just check the feeds, check Telegram and Twitter. You know, I'll post a little bit beforehand, give you guys a notice, and we'll have some fun. Uh, other than that, I've got some Conspiracy Analytica podcasts coming out, some stuff on Substack, and then all my other 